Hello everybody, what is up? And welcome to another new episode of the Save Room Podcast with me, Jason O'Donnell. I do hope everybody out there is keeping well and that you're keeping safe, that you're looking after your physical health, your emotional health and your mental health, all of which are very crucial, especially since pre-COVID. Because with COVID now and dealing with it for almost two years, it's been a bit of a shit show. But I do hope that you're all keeping safe because your safety does matter. However, I'm not here to keep going on about that. I'm actually in a bit of a celebratory mood, as in like celebrating. I don't know if celebratory is a is the right word or even a word that's used, but anyway... Today marks my 20th episode of the Save Room Podcast. I am hoping to celebrate by tomorrow because this is actually a really joyous one as well. Now I know that I'm recording from home again because I'm looking to get situations with guests sorted out really soon. I've had a few guests which I'm very happy about and Joey who has been nothing only kind to me has helped with those episodes. But to have things sorted out is just what I want to do right now. And just to keep pressing on, to be honest, because the last thing I want is this podcast to die. I've put a lot of work into it and I've wanted to give something positive to people that are pretty much having a tough time, even through the pandemic. So especially now with the with the great news about my 20th episode, I am also here to say that live music in Limerick has come back. There's been a good number of gigs in the last few weeks, maybe like the last week or so. I have lost count and I'm very sorry, but I'm on my way to two other gigs. One is a tribute act to Black Sabbath and the other is a tribute act to Ghost. And those two gigs are, those two bands are going to be the same nights of the same gig back in Dolan's. To any of you that are not aware of what Dolan's is, it's a pub that also has a warehouse area and the warehouse area acts as a stage, but there's two or three other stages. But the one that the tribute act is going to be in is the Casbah, which is another downstairs stage and it's actually right underneath the stairs. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. And also to many of you out there who are absolutely delighted with this and got your tickets in time, the Siege of Limerick has returned and we will be going there on the 30th of October, the day before Halloween. And it's going to be such a good night because we have been waiting for this for so long. Almost a year and a half. So I can actually start my little countdowns again on Facebook. (laughs) So I cannot wait for that. And, you know, to many of us that were avid goers to the Siege of Limerick, we always have a great night regardless there are some people there that might not be into metal but they'll all go for the atmosphere or the odd drink not that I'm judging you I'm not but look a night out is a night out event is an event and live music is live music and to say that I'm happy it's back is a fucking understatement so to any of you that got their tickets in time those of you who set their alarms like I did just to Get their tickets on the website to Dolan's at 10am today. We can now rejoice. To those of you that didn't get your tickets today. Just. It is unfortunate. But rest assured. Hopefully by next year. It will not be a ticketed event. We don't know for sure. None of us know for sure. But all we know is like. Tall John and the lads. 
did put a lot of work in and they tried their best to get the live gigs going again they did everything they could for us because we're avid fans of the siege of limerick we're avid fans of live music we are avid fans of metal in general and we do love to support our local scene here we do love to support other bands across the country and not just the county so it is really good to have all that back so to tall john and the lads in bad rep this is me saying thank you this is me on behalf of everybody else not that i can speak for everybody else but we just want to say thank you so much for all the hard work you put in all the dedication you put in this is something that we will always remember and thank you all so much. Now, the other thing I want to touch on, and I've been hearing rumours about this circulating the internet and circulating re- YouTube. I haven't seen much of it on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, but know that the rumours are going around. To many of you that know this, um, Resident Evil 3, the remake, more so the reimagining, was released last year. And a lot of people had issues with it because unlike its predecessor, which was the original Resident Evil 3, the remake was a lot shorter. Due to the fact that there was a lot of cut content, there wasn't much of a story given away. All we knew was that you were able to play as two other characters, which was returning to Stars member Jill Valentine and UBCS member Carlos Oliveira, or Oliveira as he's actually pronounced. (laughs) So... That's always good to see, you know, to have a a remake to a game. But the problem is it did get a lot of mixed reviews. There was a lot of cut content for this game. Joe, you didn't get to go through any of the other areas like you did in the original game. You couldn't cut through the police station as Jill, but you did it as Carlos. Uh, The inside of the clock tower, you didn't get to roam around and discover that. You didn't get to fight the big worm thing. Um, but not to say that the game was overall horrible. On my part, I actually did enjoy it, despite how short it was. But, um, like, as I said, I've nothing against it. It was just, when you compare that to the original, you can see that the original was a lot longer. <laughs> and I will say that Resident, that the remake was easier to play because in the 90s or, in the 90s, Yes, when I think it was 1999, the last game, the the original Resident Evil 3 came out, you had a lot of tank controls. You had the pre-rendered backgrounds, the fixed camera angles, more puzzle solving than anything. I think that's the one part that bothered me about the remake is that there wasn't much puzzle solving aside from the little thing at the subway station or at the subway itself where you had to put in the three little diamonds and you got these little things. You got a grenade, you got like a customizable part for your shotgun and you got an extra pack to carry more items <laughs> depend like and that was once you put in all three diamonds which were red green and blue that was the only puzzle in it so far and there was also like the little battery pack but that wasn't really a puzzle it was just to unlock certain doors so as you could make your way out of the sewer area but anyway let's get to the rumors that have been circulating about resident evil 3 so what i've heard is that there's meant to be an extended story or more dlc because from what we from what i understand and i haven't actually looked into this just yet but it's been said that capcom have updated the website for the resident evil 3 remake 
I didn't actually look into it, but from what I've heard about the rumor circulating is that there is going to be more DLC. It's going to expand on the story and it's going to like give more gameplay to give it that lengthy touch because from what I've heard the Resident Evil 3 remake is not done yet Capcom are not finished with it yet so it's just just a really good idea to kind of touch on that again now look I don't know if the rumors are true or not but I think it's for myself it's something worth keeping an eye out for and it's just well worth looking out for as well and I just want to be able to be able to play that like be able to play that for a longer time than I played the last one as I said I'm not complaining about how short the game actually was but it would be nice to actually have more elements that were added to it bring back some creatures that were never in the remake bring back some or even bring back the giant worm thing and that would all be good to touch on as well that would all be a great thing and if there was anything else missing from Resident Evil 3, it was the choice you had when it came to fighting Nemesis. You could either stand your ground and challenge him, or you could just escape from him. And a lot, and in a situation, in the situation in that game, you had to stand your ground and fight him. There were parts where you could run away, but you weren't given a choice. That's what. That's another issue that I had. So I won't say what I won't say that the last issue about the puzzle was the only issue because it wasn't that would be me lying and that's not what I want to do but let's just see how it goes with those DLCs and how if those rumors are true or not one can only speculate at the moment so yeah that's all going to be good if it's true that is (laughs) also um I did a live stream special for anybody that missed it. I got the opportunity to talk to Jason Narvi. For any of you that don't know who Jason Narvi is, Jason Narvi was part of the duo Balkan Skull in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers TV show, the original one from the 90s that we grew up watching as we were kids. Jason Narvi played Skull. Um, Out of pure chance... I asked him, would he be able to do a live stream? It was meant to be a Zoom call where I could detach the audio and put it to Spotify and put it to Anchor and let everybody listen to it. But for some reason, Zoom just wasn't working for me. So I said, look, I'm going to try a live stream instead and see what happens. So we got the live stream going. There was a little bit of an issue trying to get it all started up. However, we worked it out in the end and Jason Narvi got to speak to me. Unfortunately, I couldn't detach audio from the live stream either because... I don't even know if it's possible. I don't think you can. But it was just a really good thing to talk to someone who was part of a TV show. That was a very integral part of my childhood, to anybody's childhood. And I will say, and I have to give I have to give props to Jer O'Reardon. Thank you, Jer for your input even in the questions and you were meant to be on the you were meant to be on that live stream with us i'm sorry that i couldn't get you on it i know i've apologized before but it's worth apologizing again because i made you a promise i just couldn't find any way to get you back on but i will say this jar had more knowledge than i did and i will i will not i will not lie to him on that 
I will not lie about it to anyone either. Because Jar was handing out questions there to Jason that that were well worth answering and that were very accurate questions. So Jar knows his stuff. Jar's a pretty good dude, and to anybody who doesn't know who Jar Reardon is, he is the bass player for Zephyr. And he play he plays bass or guitar. But I think he said he moved back onto bass. I'm not too sure, but he's also on that he's also in that band with Aaron O'Neill, Adrian Skalski, and Dylan O'Shea. And all these guys, it doesn't matter what anybody says to me, but like anyone who knows them knows for a fact that they are some of the most talented musicians out there. And I will never, ever, ever take that away from them. And I don't think anybody can because the writing skill alone of these guys is just insane. Aaron O'Neill's harsh vocals are utterly fantastic. And these are guys that will always have the creative and musical means to do anything. Um, I've always said that they were that they border the that they're on that line between thrash metal and progressive metal and i don't think i'm wrong about that because like a lot of people well aaron actually said it to me is like that they may not have that progressive streak in their music but i think that they do because there's a lot of in instances where their music kind of transitions but it all kind of maintains the same thing they keep even though they're kind of a progressive band they keep that level of consistency to let you know it's them Always, always, I will do nothing but support that band. I will support any band that is within the city. Like War of Attrition, however. Like, I had Nathan Price and Ocean McCormack on my podcast at one point for, like, an hour talking about their music and stuff and talking about other things as well. But, like, I can also vouch for Nathan Price and I can also vouch for Ocean McCormack because I was actually down in the studio when they were practicing. I got some of the photos for them and... To be in the room while they were playing, it was just absolutely fantastic because these guys can play their instruments. The and Nathan Price has the voice of a fucking warrior. A warrior. <laughs> and it's just nice to know that like there are people out there that were so adamant to get back into music after being out of it for so long that they still maintain that thing where they wanted to practice, where they wanted to do rehearsals because they knew damn well that they were going to fucking get back onto that scene. And the one thing I want to see now are Zephyr and War of Attrition play another siege. Even share a stage. Just to, just to keep them going and give them that momentum. Because people need to realise that both of these bands are well worth the recognition. It's something that they deserve. And me, as someone who's kind of elevating his voice right now, I am very passionate about that. Because I've seen these guys in action. I will never sell them short. Ever. If anything, these guys deserve to be raised. Because they are that good. And they're a credit they're a credit to the Limerick music scene. And you know I don't think there's any much more I can say about that really, but like that's pretty much what I have to say for them. And there was a there's a lot that went on. Um so yeah. I'm hopefully I'm looking to get more guests for other live streams. They'll all be on my Facebook page, my own personal account. I won't be doing them on the Save Room Podcast Facebook account. My own personal page. 
because I was well able to get Jason Narvey. Now, to be honest, I did ask him and he was willing to help me out on it. So, Mr. Narvey, if you're listening to this, I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Joe Reardon, once again, you know your stuff. You are a fucking legend. The guys in War of Attrition, the guys in Zephyr, talented fucking musicians. And another, another, another big thank you to Tall John and all the lads in Bad Reputation for putting all the hard work in to give us back live shows again. Because God knows we fucking miss them. We have. And it's so good to have them back because, you know, I don't think anybody would appreciate the fact that live music was going to be so undersold because I'm always going to make a point of it even music in this in this county in this country is all part of the arts so you're looking at mute you're looking at musicians poets painters actors scriptwriters. you're also looking at everybody who has put in so much work and dedication to everything that they love doing and they're so talented in it as well why should we sell those people short why should we disregard them? Because art is the lifeblood of the world. Not just this country, the world. And if we didn't have art, if we didn't have ways to express ourselves, what could we really do? And there, and like that's it. Like We don't want to push that away from people. And we don't want it taken away from us. We did get it back and things are slowly but surely coming back as well in terms of the music and art and all that. And it's just so good to see it. Had to take a deep breath there just to kind of calm down. But I am passionate about this stuff. I wouldn't be like this if I wasn't. Also. Um, I'm looking to get members of Search and Rescue on my show next. I will be looking at other guests as well. The thing is, I will be keeping my Facebook live streams for the podcast separate to the studio live streams. Because for the simple fact, I don't know if I can detach the audio from them. And I don't know if I can share them to Facebook no, not share them to Facebook, but share them to YouTube. And I'm going to see if I can start up a YouTube account where I can share all my stuff from Spotify to YouTube. Everything that's been there before. So, and with my 20th episode, which is now, I'm actually really happy about this. Because it was just something that I felt I wanted to do. And I love interacting with people and I love getting to talk about different things. And I think it was just something that kind of gave me something positive to put my voice to and it gave someone else something positive to listen to. So that's all I wanted to say there on that part. Also, and I know I didn't really say much about this apart from my Facebook account. If there's anybody looking for me to do politics on my podcast, please know that I'm not doing it. I've had a lot of people dispute with me about it and I've always stood my ground on it because I am protecting what is mine. I am not surrendering that to anybody. Because if I start... Because like... When I set out with this... I wanted to do something that was for people... That was sort of a positive thing. That was... A... 
that was just another outlet for people to try and get away from the bad stuff in their lives. And nobody wants to be listening about politics. I, for one, am fucking sick of it. So if another person keeps asking me to do politics, I'm going to point you to another podcast or point you to the fact that you can start your own. This podcast is not to be fucked with. I am protecting what's mine and I will stand my ground always. My foot is down on it. If there are people that don't like it, it's not my problem. I'm not responsible for your feelings on the matter. And that's enough of that. Um, I should be going to see the new Venom movie. I won't be able to do it tomorrow, but hopefully next week. Because I've tried to... I'm arranging a movie day with a friend. And what I will do is, once I've seen the movie, I won't bring any spoilers to the situation. But what I will do is, I'll watch the movie and I'll see whether or not I like it. And if I like it, I'll recommend it to you. I'll talk about the effects and stuff. I won't give the story away because that's not something I want to do. I don't want to spoil things for people. Because I made a vow to myself the last time. That I would not spoil anything for anybody. I would rather let these people see it and see what they think of it themselves. And also just to give them something to look forward to. Not that I'm the one that made the movie to give him something to look forward to, but like it's just better for me to not say much about it, apart from what I thought of it. But I haven't actually given you what I thought of it because I haven't fucking seen it yet, but I am. I'm going to. I've arranged, I'm trying to arrange a day next week with a friend. So I'll be doing that. So everybody, that is that concludes today's episode of the Save Room Podcast. This is my 20th episode. I can't believe I made it to 20 episodes already. And yeah, I hope today goes well for a lot of people out there and I hope you stay loving and that you stay safe and that you're looking after your physical health, your emotional health and always look after your mental health. Your mind is the most important thing in the world. And don't let anybody tell you any different. Okay? I'm gonna... Okay, I I know I said this at the end of the episode but what I will say is this, lads. All of you are very awesome people. All of you have have the right to be loved. You all, you deserve to be loved. You deserve all the good things in the world. You will be tried in terms of your patience, in terms of everything you ever want to live out. And if something doesn't go your way the first time, that doesn't mean that you give up on it. You start over. Things are going to be hard, yeah. But just because they're hard, it doesn't mean that they're impossible. They're not. Your mind your mind is going to be tested. Your patience is going to be tested. But that doesn't mean that you have to give up. Don't give up. Just know that there are people out there that care about you. And those that don't care don't matter. And those that do care matter. You are who you are at the end of the day. We all have our issues to go through. We all have something that we wish we shouldn't have to go through, but we do. But, here's the thing. You can either run from it, or you can learn from it. My advice to you on it is this. Don't turn and run away. Turn and face your issues head on. And fight through whatever it is that troubles you. And if the situation proves to be too difficult, don't think for 10 seconds that you are alone. 
because you're not. People still love you. People still care. And they will do anything to see you happy. They'll do anything to see you smile. They'll do anything to watch you live out your fucking dreams. And be the best version of yourself. And never forget those people. They mean the most. Just just remember to take it easy on yourself. And don't be too hard on yourself either. Anyway, now I'm going to end the episode. Going to end the episode. So, again everybody, look after your physical health, your emotional health, and your mental health. I've been Jason O'Donnell, you've been my listeners. This has been the 20th episode of the Save Room Podcast. Stay loving and stay safe. Peace out.